morning everybody welcome and welcome back to my podcast you're listening to the episode 21 i've been recording these podcasts for the last 5 months now and it feels like i'm just getting started podcasts are also gaining more and more popularity currently and i believe it's going to stay that way if you're someone who has had even a distinct thought of starting your own podcast or someone who's actively thinking about it then this episode is for you also today we have a guest with us someone professional to guide you and help answer all the questions that you may have about starting your own podcast her name is agnes billick and she has joined me on this episode all the way from netherlands agnes is a podcast strategist content creator and a coach she has a media agency where she helps coaches to spread their wisdom and get more visibility online via booking them on podcasts she also has her own podcast by the name raw and real which is focused on showing the more vulnerable side of entrepreneurship I really like the name though very raw and real and she gives coaching around everything connected to podcasting in other words she also helps other people start their own podcast and today I'm going to ask her a few questions on exactly the subject of how to start your own podcast so keep listening till the end to clarify all your doubts now without any further ado let's get into it hey what's up agnes thank you for coming on my podcast thank you so much for having me Yeah, my pleasure so the purpose of today's conversation is to uh, answer a few key questions for those uh, who are thinking of starting their own podcast but before we really get into the whole question answer mode i want to uh, know a little bit more about you what what's your story why did you start your own podcast yeah so for me it actually all started um because i was first in the corporate world and i really experienced what it's like to have a job that you're really not happy with so where you come back home every day and you're kind of energy drained and you really miss purpose and direction in your life and you don't really have that bigger vision and uh then i went back to university to educate myself again and looking for guidance overall and uh The funny part was I ended up writing my master thesis in the field of entrepreneurship and I did research into how the fear of failure affected entrepreneurs which meant for me that I had to get out there and meet people that were more in the early stages of their business and uh that was really life changing for me because i got to talk to people about their fears and how their emotions influence their daily lives and they really started talking to me about their insecurities or for example that someone didn't call a client because they had a feeling of inferiority or they felt imposter syndrome and that was just something that i never never came across before and it also just felt very empowering to me because was for me like okay if this person has this insecurity but they're still going through it and they're dealing with it in a different way um then maybe I can do more than I initially thought and was just such a shift in perspective for me because I never heard people talking about all of the intense emotions that they were going through because mainly people around me also in the corporate world they were showing the picture perfect basically that everything is always great and you know things are going how you want them to go and yeah. uh and that's what actually inspired me to start a podcast because i wanted to have conversations with people that were more real and that reflected those insecurities that people feel and the failures that mm-hmm. people are going through 
where it's also mm-hmm. just not easy to talk about. Um, but I think it's kind of more empowering to talk about it because just like ignoring it just won't help anyone. Yeah. Well, that's great. Do you not have a full-time job anymore? Uh, no. So I completely moved into this field myself. So what I'm doing now is I'm actually helping coaches and entrepreneurs to get their message out there, which means that I have a couple of coaching sessions with them about how to tell their story and how to get their message across. And then I help them um, to get booked on other podcasts so that they can capture these types of audiences and get more publicity. And uh, okay. and it's also very exciting because also through my own podcast, I got a client um, that I do a podcast for weekly. Wow. So you're finally out of the corporate rat race. Wonderful. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it is not a stereotypical career. So when you, I, I'm really interested to know when you started your podcast, you moved out of the job and you started your own podcast. How did your family react? Did they completely understand what you were really up to? Well, um, so, you know, podcasting is something also relatively new, also still here in Europe. So, um, yeah, it's not like a classic job that you can talk about and everyone just gets it. Um, so there was a lot of resistance as well. So I also remember back then from my ex-boyfriend, he wasn't mm-hmm. very supportive. And also like the first interviews I did, the feedback I got wasn't very empowering as well. Um, <laughs> so yeah. so I, I think it's just important to be surrounded by a few people that really believe in you and that that you get energy from because yeah obviously not everyone is gonna be positive about it or see that you can do it no but you're following your passion so lucky you and let me tell you something about uh, the concept of podcasting in india podcasting is a very new concept in my country and only a certain group of people listen to podcasts although it's changing at a very rapid pace now and more and more people are starting their own podcast. This is the bit I want to build up on more. Although I'm 100% convinced that all content creators should get into podcasting now. And if someone has knowledge or experience worth sharing, podcast is a brilliant medium to send your message to the world. And that too, you know, from the comfort of your own home. But I want to know your perspective on this. If anyone's thinking of starting a podcast, why should they definitely start one? So why they should definitely start one is, first of all, you get a lot of great networking opportunities out of it. So you can think about a field that you're really passionate about and then get in touch with pretty much everyone in the world that you find inspiring and that you want to learn from. And as a result, you grow as a person. So, uh, you know, for example, especially, let's take an example of a coach if you're selling some type of service like a mindset coach, uh, then you can also just take it as a tool and get in touch with potential clients and give them a taste of what it would look like to coach them. And uh, Mm -hmm. while you do a podcast, you usually develop a relationship with this person, which means that, you know, it's like a first step in the door, I would say. So in terms of business, it can be also very beneficial. And 
also a lot of friendships can develop out of these types of interviews. So also for me personally, in the beginning, I was just doing interviews in person in Amsterdam where I live mm -hmm. and I made friends out of that. So some <laughs> people that I interviewed, I'm, I'm still friends with them. And that's, wow. that's a really cool thing. It and is, yeah. you get to develop also a lot of skills out of that. So you have to become a better listener, obviously, because you really need to understand the message that someone is bringing across and then reacting to that mm -hmm. to you know keep the conversation interesting and keeping going yeah. so i think you also just develop a better understanding of humans in general plus you also get over your fear of putting yourself out there so in general a lot of people are afraid um, and they don't post online on social media or just like publish content in general because they're afraid of being judged yeah. and that kind of breaks the barrier. So in the beginning, it's definitely hard, but with time you get so much mm -hmm. used to it. And with that, you also attract people that like the content that you're putting out there. So again, for me, because I'm putting out content regularly and uh, also friendships develops out of my regular posts online because some people could really connect to it and they like how I'm talking or the way I'm interviewing. And uh, I've grown my friendship cycle this way as well. Mm -hmm. And because you're active online and people see you, you automatically expose yourself to more opportunities because, you know, people can connect better to you. Yeah, it helps you create your personal brand. 100% right. I think uh, the points that you just mentioned make full sense to me and let's say someone does want to start their own podcast but how should one see from a practical lens although as an idea of starting a podcast yeah it sounds great but there is a ton of work <laughs> that follows yeah first is uh, content creation because as you would resonate it does get hard to create regular content and then and then comes post-production and promotion of it you have to go literally the whole nine yards if you want yeah. your if you want your podcast to have any chance of being found it's really hard to make, you know, a space for yourself on iTunes, Spotify, etc. So what should uh, somebody keep in mind before starting a podcast so that so that you set correct expectations with yourself as to what is it, you know, that that is coming your way? Yeah, so I completely agree. So it, you know, I think it's like a nice story uh, in your head of starting it. But in the end, mm -hmm. it's just so much harder and there's exactly. so much more time connected to it that you might initially think. So let's let's just think about it a little bit realistically um, from a time effort perspective. So first of all, if it's a guest show, uh, you're going to have to sit down and you're going to look for the right people and write really nice customized messages um, to get them, which means that it's already a effort in most cases of a couple of hours and um, you're gonna have to prepare for an interview which means that you're gonna really have to think about how can I bring the most value to my audience so what are the points that I want to focus on and just like come up with really good questions and then of course um, recording itself and what's really important is audio quality which means that mm -hmm. also the editing part and even if you're done with editing, which takes usually quite some time, you mm. still have to really promote it, like you say, because the space is getting more crowded. So if you just like upload it on iTunes, 
probably not a lot of people are gonna know about it or gonna find Nobody. it. So yeah, so it's really important to just create promotional material on a regular basis and make people interact with it. So it's an amazing thing if someone has a goal, but in practice, it's just so much more work. And also be aware that you need to build up your own audience and that can take honestly also a couple of years. So we tend to compare ourselves to like the big podcasters in this space. So the biggest one, of course, Joe Rogan, and then you watch his videos and, or see his downloads and they're mm -hmm. very high. I love Joe Rogan. Yeah, and he has like millions of downloads. But the thing is like, mm -hmm. he's also doing this for years and years and years. And he already has an established brand. So which means that if you're starting out, you know, like the first episodes, it, it's highly likely that they will get around like 50 downloads or something. Um, so in, in order to get to, let's say, a couple of thousand, you really need to have a lot of leverage 100%. to do that. Yeah. So either, you know, some people can help you out and your entire network can share it, or you can just spend a lot of money on ad budget. Um, or yeah, it, it just takes a lot of time to grow it organically. Yeah. And, uh, and again, it's also a lot of consistency and creativity, what you need to take into account. So at some point, of course, you... You have something in mind in the beginning and you have like 10 topics in mind which are cool and then you're done with these 10 topics and then you still have to be creative every time to deliver something new. And that can sometimes be also a little bit of struggle. <laughs> it is struggle, definitely. And I really appreciate what you said there, Agnes. Uh, ideas are just that, ideas. Execution is the key here. And uh, let's just say you, you mentioned money in your answer there. So let's just say I want to start my own podcast. I know my yeah. content. I already have a content uh, established on other social media channel. Yeah. And I'm also mentally prepared and fully committed to bring out regular content. Yeah. And now I need the equipment and other technical requirements like hosting. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it would be, you know, worth punching a big hole in the pocket right in the beginning. So what's your suggestion on the money bit? How much investment should one make when they're starting out? So honestly, if someone just wants to give it a try and is not sure yet, um, I would say the only investment that you really need to make is a cheap microphone that you can get via Amazon for around $50. And that's pretty much it because hosting you can get for free on Anchor. And when it comes to audit mm -hmm. audio editing, for example, Audacity is also a free program, which means that you don't need to pay for that. I use Audacity, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So you can just like connect your microphone in most cases with a USB to your laptop. Um, and, and that's really the basic. Of course, it's great if you have then a pop filter on top. Um, that you get a little bit better sound and if you if you want to also invest in an audio interface that you get also a little bit better sound that's also great but i think in general if you really just want to start out and you're not sure yet the audio quality is really important so just like buy a cheap microphone for around 50 dollars via amazon and i think the rest you can definitely um you know learn yourself online with YouTube videos and tutorials and all of that. 
even though I also have to say, so for me, that's the route that I took. <laughs> Looking back at it, it would have been better to just take, you know, 100 or 200 euros and invest in a course that someone teaches me those things because I would have saved so much time. And that time I could have used to create more content and grow online um, than just like spending hours and hours editing certain files and finding my way. <laughs> um, but again, so you actually just need a cheap microphone in my opinion and even if that's too much for you you can record yourself with your phone and that also works mm -hmm. yeah so don't worry about uh fancy equipment and, and just focus on the content uh for the beginning totally okay yeah well i fully agree to that uh, great suggestions and since you're professionally in this field and you help others start their own podcast so all your suggestions are very valuable to myself or anybody who's listening to this episode and uh agnes i didn't plan to ask this question but you see a number of uh, podcasters doing video podcasts as well so joe rogan does video podcasts and yes. you know so many other gary v does audio uh, audio and yeah. video podcasts so what your so podcast is supposed to be uh, in audio but some people you know they want to be seen while they're recording their podcast so what's your take on uh, anybody who's just starting out, should they also invest in creating a video? Because I know from experience that editing a video is much harder as compared to editing an audio. So what's your take on the whole audio versus video podcast? Well, honestly, so just personally looking at it from my perspective. So mm -hmm. when I scroll on social media and I see one of these video clips and I see the people, then I partly stop and I watch it. Whereas when I just see like an audiogram um, and I just hear, see the sound waves, I actually never listen to it. So um, <laughs> I, I... Even though it's got a... It's got subtitles in it? Uh, yeah, even though it's got subtitles, it just doesn't capture me personally. Um, if I know the podcast and I mainly listen to it while I'm on my way somewhere via my app on my phone, which means that I don't use YouTube then, but I think to capture people's attentions initially, it might be quite useful. So I think sometimes also just if someone doesn't want to do the whole thing, it might be just nice to just create a personal clip out of that where you get a short image of how the setup is and how the people look like and get a feeling for the vibe but uh, of course if that's too much just focus on the audio first i think it just all depends again on how much you want to invest because if you do video as well you can capture a bigger audience because some people just really like to watch to it that's just their personal preference yeah yeah no i fully agree if you can see somebody talking that's more engaging and you're more likely to stick to that piece of content as compared to just the you know waves yeah okay that's great uh agnes so if anybody wants to reach out to you or follow you uh how can they connect maybe do you want to give a shout out to your social media channels or uh your presence on other platforms yes of course so uh I'm on LinkedIn, quite active. So it's Agnes Billig, just my name. Uh, same thing on Instagram, it's agnes.billig if you want to follow me there. Um, and I also have a website where you can see my podcast and also get in touch with me uh, when it comes to 
you know, if you want to get your message out there and you just want to have someone who can help you a little bit better with bringing it across, um, my website is raw-and-real.com and there are also all of my podcasts there and all of my work in general. So uh, if you want to check that out. Okay, that's great. Uh, once again, I very much appreciate that you took the time to come as a guest on my podcast. Thank you very much, Agnes. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Have a good one. You too. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Do check out Agnes's profile on social media or on our website. And you can also reach out to her if you need one-to-one -one assistance in bringing your podcast to life. If you feel my podcasts are bringing any value to you, then please provide your review and follow my podcast. Let me know in the comment section below what your podcast idea is about and I'll check it out. And also share my wisdom with you. I'll be back with another episode next week. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy.